ஹலோ அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு சங்கம் லிட் திஸ் இஸ் நந்தினி கார்கி அண்ட் இன் திஸ் எபிசோட் வி என்கவுண்டர் நாட் ஒன் பட் டூ கிங்ஸ் ஆஃப் தட் ஏன்ஷியன்ட் இரா ஆஸ் டெபிக்டட் இன் சங்கம் லிட்ரரி ஒர்க் புறநானூறு ஃபிஃப்டி எயிட் பெண்ட் அபவுட் த சோலா கிங் குராப்பள்ளி துஞ்சிய பெருந்திருமாவளவன் அண்ட் த பாண்டியா கிங் வெள்ளியம்பளத்து துஞ்சிய பெருவழுதி பாய் த போயட் காவிரி பூம்பட்டினத்து காரிக்கண்ணனார் The verse is situated in the category of Padantine or King's Praise and delights in the together stand of these two rulers. Nii tan punal kaviri kilavanai ivani mulu mudal tolainda koli alatthu kolu nilal nedunjinai veel porundangu tollor maindana tulangal selladu nallisai mudugudi nadukku arathali ilayadu aayinum கிளை அரா எரியும் அருணரை உருமின் பொருணரை பொறா அச்செருமான் பஞ்சவர் ஏறே நீயே அறம் துஞ்சு உரந்தை பொருணனை இவனே நெல்லும் நீரும் எல்லார்க்கும் எளிய என வரைய சாந்தமும் திரைய முத்தமும் இமிழ்குரல் முரசம் மூன்றுடன் ஆளும் தமிழ்களு கூடல் தன்கோல் வேந்தே பால் நிற உருவின் பனைக்கொடியோனும் நீல் நிற உருவின் நேமியோனும் என்று இருப்பெருந் தெய்வமும் உடன் நின்றாங்கு உருகழு தோற்றமொடு உட்குவர விளங்கி இந்நீர் ஆகலின் இனியவும் உளவோ இன்னும் கேண்மின் நும்மிசை வாழியவே ஒருவீர் ஒருவீர்க்கு ஆற்றுதிர் இருவீரும் உடன்நிலை திரியர் ஆயின் இமிழ்திரை பௌவம் உடுத்த இப்பயம் கெழு மாநிலம் கையகப்படுவது பொய் ஆகாதே அதனால் நல்ல போலவும் நயவ போலவும் தொல்லோர் சென்ற நெறிய போலவும் காதல் நெஞ்சின் நும்மிடை புகற்கு அலமரும் ஏதில் மாக்கள் பொதுமொழி கொள்ளாது இன்றே போல்கனும் புணர்ச்சி வென்று வென்று அடுகளத்து உயர்கனும் வேலே கொடுவரி கோல்மா குயின்ற சேன் விளங்கு தொடுபொறி நெடுநீர் கெண்டையொடு பொறித்த குடுமிய ஆக பிறர் குன்றுகளு நாடே ராதர் லாங் சாங் பஹாப்ஸ் ஜஸ்டிஃபைடு இன் லெங்க் பிகாஸ் இட் டீல்ஸ் வித் த போர்ட்ரேட்ஸ் ஆஃப் நாட் ஒன் பட் டூ கிங்ஸ் ஃப்ரம் டிஃப்ரெண்ட் டைனாஸ்டிஸ் The situation is rather unique because before this we have only encountered warring kings from two dynasties whereas this one celebrates the unity between the two the poet's words can be translated as follows as for you you are the lord of the cool streamed river kaveri as for him he is a young bull born in the famous lineage of the pandyas and akin to how an aerial root bears the long shady branch of a non-flowering banyan tree whose trunk is dead even though his ancestors are no more without letting go of the good fame of that ancient tribe he reinstates it although young akin to how lightning attacks a family of snakes accompanied by the roar of thunder he attacks his enemies As for you you are the king of Urande where justice reigns supreme as for him he is the monarch who wields his cold scepter over Kudal where Tamil is celebrated a place where three different drums resound in a thunderous voice and where paddy and water are easily available to all 
a place filled with the scent of sandalwood from the hills and sight of pearls from the oceans. As if the two great gods, the milk-hued one with a palm flag and the blue-hued one with a wheel stood together, if you both appear as one in such a state with such shining forms that inspire awe, what else can be called as pleasant? I have something more to say. May your fame live for long. Help one another. If this moment where you both are united never changes, then this great land surrounded by resounding waves will be forever in your hands. And so walking the good way, the wise way, in the path of your ancestors, heeding not the words of strangers that seek to sow strife between your loving hearts, as you are today, may you be united always. May you gain victory upon victory and raise your spheres high in battlefields many. May the killer tiger's curved stripes be etched together with a carp fish from deep waters atop other nations with soaring mountains. Time to delve deeper into these words. The poet starts by talking about the Chola king, simply calling him the ruler of lands through which the cool Kaviri runs through. Then he moves on to a lengthy description of the Pandya king and talks about how although his illustrious ancestors are long gone, like the dead trunk of a banyan tree, this young king strives to uphold their honour like a young aerial root holding up a long and shady branch. The poet adds that this young bull of a king brings ruin upon his enemies like thunder brings suffering to snakes, an ancient belief that we have oft encountered in Sangam Aham songs. After this initial comparison, the poet delves into the capitals of these kings. He calls the Chola king the ruler of Urande, where justice reigns. As in the previous instance, to describe the capital of the Pandya king, the poet goes into greater detail, calling Kudal the centre where Tamil was celebrated and where farmlands thrive with bountiful paddy crops owing to the presence of rich water resources. Not only the riches of the farmlands, but also that of the sea in the form of pearls and that of the mountains in the form of sandalwood are available in Kudal, the poet details. Incidentally, Kudal is the ancient name of the modern city of Madurai. Then the poet equates the kings to two gods, white-hued Balaraman and blue-hued Vishnu, and says there can be no other pleasant sight than that of these two kings together. Then he goes on to advise them, saying if they stood together, then all land would be theirs, and also asks them not to heed the poisonous words of strangers who intend to sow discord between them. As a conclusion, the poet says if they both stand united always, then in all those nations with soaring mountains, possibly meaning the Chera country, a flag on which a tiger, the symbol of the Cholas, and a fish, the symbol of the Pandyas, are etched side by side will flutter on forever. When reading the initial portion of the verse, it felt like one of those questions in a school exam paper asking the student to do a comparative study of two entities. I could almost see a line dividing the two kings and points jotted down one after the other. A subtle observation is that the Pandya king seems to get a heavier description than the Chola king. Whatever the reasons may be for that, 
the verse offers detailed insights about the history, geography and agriculture of the lands belonging to these two contemporaries. If only current warring nations who very often turn out to be neighbours, having people of similar origin, could hear this ancient plea for togetherness and come as one, then, as this poet asks, who in the world can defeat them? Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and mines. Please visit nandinikarki.com to share your thoughts and do spread the word about Sangam Lit. Until next time, Nandri Vanakkam.